Swan, this is episode 110, in which myself and my lovely wife Tiffany B discuss our movie Christmas wishes, the things that if we wish hard enough, we hope that movies give us in 2019, although just like our regular Christmas wishes, we'll probably just get a pair of socks and a bath bomb from Lush. slightly different approach to this. It is currently Christmas Eve as we record this um, and we just wanted to, I mean me really, I wanted to and I've dragged my wife into it. I uh, wanted to do a little, just a little extra uh, Christmas treat gift Bonus. podcast. Bonus. Vibes. We have watched many Christmas films uh, this Christmas period. Yeah. Just finished up with the classic Christmas Eve watch of... Muppets Christmas Carol. Muppets Christmas Carol, absolutely. And so we're feeling about as festive as it's possible to be. Yep, yep. absolutely. We're in the zone. So we thought we would share some Christmas wishes uh, that we hope that Hollywood or the film industry in general can give us in 2019. Would you like to start first or shall I start first? Tiffany B. you start. I'll start. So a Christmas wish that I have is for Hollywood to institute a practice whereby romantic leads... I knew. ...have to be within a certain age difference. Yeah. I mean, no, they don't have to be within, like, let's say six years. Yeah. So they have to be within six years of each other. Now, they don't have to always be six years... So they have to look at... But, no, no, no. no. Because Tom Cruise looks very young, and he's always macking with right. young women, and okay. it's just weird. But if it's wider than that, it needs to be important for the story. Yeah. You can't just have someone who's 15 years you older... You can't just have it seem normal. Yeah, yeah. like Adam Sandler with some you know, young, hot thing. Yeah. And just be like, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't you have it? Because yeah. it's just, it, it just bugs me. Especially when it's like the character's a bit of a loser. Yes. Yeah. When it, I mean, yeah, to use Adam Sandler <sighs> yeah. as, uh, as, as the example there of, yeah, the amount of times that he's this kind of schlubby, well, I mean, the, the character that Adam Sandler always plays. Yeah. And yet he's, yeah, he's, his wife is some... 25 year old beauty beauty uh, and everyone's just like yeah sure why not why not no no what possible reason would she have to be married to Adam Sandler yeah it's disgraceful it is well and it's 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 I think you're overly sensitive to it honestly <laughs> but I do think it is an abused thing like yeah there's, and it's always male female I yeah I think that's the thing that it would it probably wouldn't bother me as much if it was flipped sometimes. Yeah. But it, it, never, it never is. Unless that's really integral to the story. Yeah, yeah. Or the only one that I can think of mm. is Superman and Lois Lane. Henry Cavill and Amy Adams. Now, Amy Adams Just looks is some young, kind man. of vampire, so yeah. she will never age. But um, yeah. that's the only one I'm like, oh, okay. 
But okay. I don't think she looks older than him, no. so it doesn't really count. No. No. But, I, yeah, I, I don't even know if it's... Because I do think it is about how old they look. Yeah? Yeah, because real life is, like, doesn't really matter. You're playing a character. So how old does this person look? I guess. And therefore, how, how much is the age difference? Yeah. I know what you mean about reality, but, like, if you take Amy Adams, yeah. she just doesn't look her age. So she can get away with playing a younger woman yeah. than she is. And therefore, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess like, so. I mean, but I mean, and I don't think Tom Cruise looks as young as you think he does. No? No, I mean, he's, he's an oldish man. Like, he kind of looks like it. He looks well, but he looks old. So Edge of Tomorrow, the 2014 film, where he keeps on dying and then returning to the same point. Yeah. We watched there's, there's like aliens involved mm. and he keeps on dying it's kind of like Groundhog Day but he dies all the time he gets killed by these things and then he goes but no nothing no. Um, so his uh, romantic partner in the film I mean it's not a big romantic film yeah. but the, you know uh, is Emily Blunt yeah what is the age difference between Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt 18 years he's 20 years older than Wow. 20, he was 51 at that at the time of filming and she was 31. Now that, to me, is gross. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit gross. It's just like, it's just icky. Yeah. I just think it's icky. It gets into that time when it's like, you could be her dad. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Like, and that's when it's weird. Yeah. So I just think, yeah, let's, let's all make a resolution, Hollywood. <laughs> let's all, let's all band together and say, let's cast age-appropriate romantic leads yeah. opposite each other. Yeah. Oh, Christmas Which wish. Which really just means, can we cast older women? Yeah. Because it's largely the, that way round. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. a lot of the men are older and famous and yeah. um, successful, so they won't stop casting them. Yeah. Uh, in the film, I mean, I'm just coming up, getting up some uh, examples here. Um, in uh, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World in 2012 uh, the romantic leads were I mean it's kind of a it wasn't really a romance was it? no but I think they did a little bit yeah uh, and it was Steve Carell and Kira Knightley age difference between them 15 years no more than that 22 years wow that's gross but then you get creepy ones like The Rum Diary with, I've never heard of. Uh, so it's a film based on Hunter S. Thompson's yeah. diaries or something. Okay. And the romantic leads are the future husband and wife, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Mm. So you think, well, I, you know, you can't really have an issue with it, but I can, actually. <laughs> Here's the funny thing, I can. What's the age difference between them? I feel like we're going up, so I'm going to go for 23. 23 years. Yeah. He was 48 and she was 25. Yeah, Gross. And his old Johnny Depp, leathery, tattooed, dirty, dirty skin. Wow. Just rubbing up on her. Ugh. I'm sure it was, she was invited in it or okay with it. Yeah, I'm sure she was, but it's just unpleasant. Yeah, it's, it's a bit weird. Unknown in 2011, Liam Neeson and January Jones, 24 years difference. 58 and 33 and it's yeah it's, it's the fact that all of these 
It's it's just not a thing. No, it's, it's just a normal. It's not part couple. of the yeah, yeah. It's not part of the story at all. So oh, this is my this is my wife. She's the age of my daughter. Yeah, Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt in as good as it gets. Twenty six years difference. She's thirty four. He's sixty. Gross. Sixty. Yeah. And it it's always something that bothers me. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? It, it really bothers me. And I feel kind of hypocritical because my parents are five years apart, That's which I think is, like, fair enough, but it's... it's it... I think it's fine. I mean, up to ten years, I think it's fine. I think you're very sensitive yeah, about it. Maybe. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it doesn't really matter. But I think in individual circumstances, it doesn't matter in real life. But... Because it's such a practice in Hollywood. Because ultimately, like I say, it's because they don't want to cast older women. Yeah. It is annoying. Yeah. And it does become a bit gross on occasion when it's these kind of big Hollywood men. Mm. And these very young, new kind of Hollywood women. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, she's young enough to be your kid. This is pretty grim. You want to be even more creeped out? (laughs) I can tell you were just waiting for me to stop talking. (laughs) Yes, please. No, I just found a particularly gross one by virtue of a different uh, circumstance. Uh, Magic in the Moonlight, Colin Firth and Emma Stone. Age difference, 28 years. Wow. Writer-director of that film, Mr. Woody Allen. Hmm. So your wish is that there's a limit on it. Yeah, that Hollywood just kind of says, yeah, maybe this is gross, actually, Dan. Yeah, good point. (laughs) Good point, buddy. Thanks very much for opening our eyes. Thanks for being so goddamn woke. Yeah, I can see it happening. (laughs) For sure. They need to reply to my letters at some point, surely. They will. They're just getting around to it. (laughs) Tiffany B. Okay. What would you like for Christmas, Tiffany B? Um, What's your Christmas wish? I would like, in the future, to watch one goddamn superhero film where... There is not a female character in there who is dressed like a whore <laughs> and or has high heels on. I knew it. I knew. Yeah. It really annoys me. Yeah. Like women can be like full combat mode, you know, like in a war. Yeah. And they'll still have a fucking pair of high heels on. Like I, I my wish, my Christmas wish yeah. is for every man in Hollywood who casts women and says they need to or woman casts women and says yes this is your costume here's some high heels to fight someone and run around in them yeah and see how they get along and say do you think that's 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 a good idea do you think that's like your best like your most opportune outfit to go fight people in or run in or do anything in yeah I hate it it annoys me so much it happens all the time like just recently that Aquaman one review coming soon (laughs) she's what's her name Mera she's wearing like I mean I mean you know there's a lot of problems with her outfit I think it's nice but it's entirely impractical it's a like you know constant thing of women they have to be skin tight if they're going to be covered over that I mean when I say skin tight I mean like yeah also, oh, that's what a you look like. A second layer of skin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, she has these like high heel boots built into her costume. She's in the fucking scene. <laughs> like, 
is that doing? <laughs> in real, like on land, it's meant to like make you look, make you, you know, your body position kind of sexier. Yeah. Like bring up your buttocks and stuff. What on earth is that doing in the water? It just shows that. It's like, well, she's a woman. She wears, she needs to be sexy. Yeah. She needs to be sexy. And the only way we can think of for her to be sexy is for her to wear high heels and for us to see every inch of her body. Yeah. Whether that be through skin tight clothes or just no clothes. Yeah. Like, and it's infuriating. Because yeah. I think you see with men that they can be sexy in different ways. They can wear clothes, uniforms, mm-hmm. and it be a sexy kind of uniform thing. Yeah. But with women in, in superhero films, they just don't have it. You've got one, one mode of sexy. Yeah. And it's annoying. Yeah. And like, what's her name? Black Widow. Yeah. I really like her. Yeah. But she's always co- constantly in a cat suit, you know, type of thing, and high heels. Yeah. And it's just, it's stupid. She's like fighting off these men in her high heels. I mean, not to say that some people can't be great in their high heels, I'm sure. But you cannot tell me that she would not be more effective in a pair of boots. Yeah. Like, you can't. You simply, it's just not true. So, it annoys me when they, they, they dress these women up to be like, oh, yeah, she's a weapon. You know, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. She can beat up all these men, but she needs to wear her high heels. Yeah. So what, I'm to believe that she's had to work harder... Yeah. To learn how to do that in high heels, not just how to do it, full stop. Absolutely. I, uh, I remember watching the uh, special features for Tron Legacy, criminally underrated film. <laughs> Awkward. You really liked the bit that you watched. Yeah, I was, I was asleep pretty quickly. <laughs> you woke up like three quarters of the way through like, when are they going to go into the computer? Um, no, I had a great sleep in fairness, so <laughs> I think it was a great film. <laughs> um, so in that film, uh, uh, it has Olivia Wilde yeah. playing Quora. There's an interview with her talking about the action. Hmm. And she, uh, yeah, kind of learned all this choreography, all this fight choreography. There's the fight in the club. And she's like bishing all these people with sticks or whatever it is. And it was only after that she'd learned all the choreography that they, I don't know whether they changed their minds or whether they just made the decision, oh yeah, it's going to be one of those costumes where it's like, it's the, it's a, you know, skin tight thing, but it's heels like are heels in. are built into the, into yeah. the shoes. Yeah. Um, and so she had to like relearn all the choreography because it, it couldn't all be done in heels. So it's, it's, it's literally negatively affecting the film yeah the decision to yeah just for a few shots of her legs basically it just annoys me and they're always super skin tight Mm. and it's like it's embarrassing it's like when you watch like these wrestlers and they're walking around in their little pants (laughs) you're like put some clothes on Jesus Christ there's a group of people having a conversation one's in like army gear one's got like a, 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 a metal suit on and you know all this stuff and then she's standing there in her knickers almost. And you're like, why sh- does she not feel a bit self-conscious? Just stupid. It's like a, a Mopop, the finest uh, museum in Seattle, and Cinerama, the finest cinema in, uh, in Seattle. Experience. 
experience in Seattle. And they have... So Mopop's got the Marvel exhibit at the moment with lots of kind of costumes from the films. And Cinerama always has a little selection of costumes from the films as well because they're both owned by Paul Allen. And he just must have just the most absurd collection of movie stuff. Uh, and whenever you see the costumes for the women, they're always like... Tiny. Barely there at all. Yeah. It's absurd. Yeah. It's annoying. I just think there's a way you could... I think that Hollywood, you know, dictates trends. It doesn't yeah. have to follow them. No. And so I think that it should take more responsibility for that. Yeah. For determining what's sexy. Yeah. You know, there's all these women that you cast that are beautiful and will look amazing no matter what you put them in. So put them in something more practical. Yeah. Or, or you know, try and be more original even. Yeah. Just redefine what is sexy. And I think... I just think it would be a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Just, especially because there's a million superhero films and I'm forced to see them all. <laughs> <laughs> I just would love to see a lady superhero type of person with any kind of, like, kind of practical outfit on. Are there any that you can think of that you can point at as being good uh, examples of the form? No. I can't think of any. I'm sure there are some, but I cannot think of any. No. All the ones that jump to my mind are... I've got one. Go on. Ray from uh, Star Wars. Yeah. It's just like very... Yeah. She's just got, got big boots on because yeah. she's like a scavenger. And yeah. She's not a superhero though. But she's not yeah. a superhero, no. But yeah, that's the kind of thing I think it could be. You know, the uniforms can be sexy, like I say. So yeah some version of a uniform yeah that isn't like I say we're looking at her naked basically yeah so that's your wish yeah no someone out there design a decent outfit for a superhero lady so that I could wear it at Halloween without looking like a fucking idiot (laughs) (laughs) that's my wish (laughs) and a final wish I can't imagine so that was our little uh, Christmas Christmas wish-a-thon I don't know whether we'll call it that. I mean, we could do it. I just came up with it. Well done. Um, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, We'll do it again next year. I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. See how it goes. See how we feel. And we'll we'll come back next year and see if Hollywood has listened. Our wishes were granted. See if if Hollywood has had the courage to listen to the little man. The balls. Yeah. to To just, you know, open their ears and say, yeah, guys, what do you think? Flicks. You've got a podcast that no one listens to. What? Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, Tiffany B, thank you for giving up welcome. 20 minutes of your uh, Christmas Eve for this. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Uh, and thank you, dear listener, um, for taking the time. Uh, I hope you've had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, or are having a wonderful Christmas. Or, you know, you could be listening to it or whatever. I hope you're having a wonderful April. Do you know what I mean? These are just out Just there. wonderful time. Just one, just have, have a good time all the time. <laughs> That's our motto. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and uh, we encourage you to make your own Christmas, Christmas wishes. Christmas wishes? I had a couple of nogs. Shut up. <laughs> um, uh, thank you very much for listening. And yeah, um, tune in again whenever it will be, soon, in the next week or so, I'd say. That's probably best. When we'll give our uh, review of 
Aquaman. 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 King of the seas. Nice. <laughs> Cheers! <laughs>